Hi, this is Tom James. I'm here, I think, recording maybe my fourth podcast. Uh, nonetheless, I've, I've got uh, more content and, and too many decisions to, uh, to make about the content that I'll, I'm going to talk about today. But I'll start with saying that I'm in Spokane, and uh, I'm sitting above one of the most robust, abundant, and resilient uh, aquifers in the world. Um, it, uh, it provides water to uh, this region across you know, eastern Washington and uh, north, north Idaho. The Spokane Valley and Rathrum uh, uh, aquifer I only learned about it because I kept seeing uh, trucks in the Y area uh, that you know were from the Whitworth Water District. I saw a couple of a couple of um, several pump houses. I, I saw the first pump house. I don't know what road that one's on, but there's there's two north of the. Um, uh, the Hastings uh, Park and Ride. There's there's two big ones. There's one if you go up Hastings, just as you head past the high school. There's one on the left, and then the other one I think's on Monroe, past uh, Francis. It's it's the number one. <laughs> that's what it's called. You know they, they label them, um, but that's the number one well. But there's there's incredible stories about how they're managing that resource, uh, protecting it. And um, keeping us, keeping our, our water source, you know, healthy and and, and uh, available for for the area and the region here. Um, let me start after after that intro, talking about the a situation. So I, m- I mentioned before in my prior podcast that I just. I'm relatively unhomeless, so I, I, I got a place to live uh, December 9th and of, of 2022. I couldn't believe it. I, I moved in, and I just, I'm like, I didn't have anything. And thank God the people that um, were helping me move in, not helping me move in. It's like you're moving, and sometimes when you, when you can carry everything on your back, it's not that big a deal to move. So I, 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 I got access to the apartment, got my keys. Um, I was, it was like a dream. <laughs> it was, it was surreal. But anyway, they gave me a bunch of plates. I mean, I have a, a stove, I have a refrigerator, um, some some a bed with with the, with a mattress. I have uh, a couple of pieces of furniture that I can put clothes in. I didn't have, I still don't have many clothes, and I don't, I don't worry about it, but uh, I was, I had like a list of things that I would love to get, you know, and so what I started doing, and I wasn't expecting, I didn't, I didn't care if anyone bought them for me, but I create gift registries <laughs> for me. It wasn't for a wedding, it was just for me, and so I, I created these gift registries, um, or just one. I made a couple of them because some people were having trouble 
ordering on a certain site, but uh, I had like a microwave, uh, I had knives, I had a cutting board. I got like plates and utensils, but I didn't have, and cups, but I didn't have, you know, everything you'd want if you're trying to, you know, cook food for yourself. But anyway, a, a TV, <laughs> uh, an American flag. I, I put an American flag on there. And I you know, I didn't expect anyone to anyone to you know, if someone asked what do you need, I'd say, Hey, the, here's the list. And if they said I'd rather buy it from someplace else, I'm like, fine. And I would I would create a registry there or um you know, give them you know, look at the site and give them a specific thing that they might uh, buy for me. Um but so the American the American flag was on there. It was it was it wasn't expensive. I, I tried to put some expensive things on there, like TVs and microwaves. But I, I put you know less expensive things like cutting boards or or knives um, or a water. I, I wanted a water filter. But um, so I, I give I give blood plasma, and it affords me a, a small amount of of charity uh, for the blood I give or the plasma I give and I ha I walked from basically brown and um, just south of, th of the train tracks I'm at, at, you know brown and I walk occasionally up to give blood or give plasma uh, at Monroe and Montgomery or in that area and Normally, I was taking the bus. Sometimes I was walking. And one day I walked, I walked south back through the neighborhoods there. And there's this big, huge American flag. And I'm like, what is that for? You know, it, it, it's something meaningful. And I saw the, uh, the VFW there. And I was, I was, I, what caught my eye was there was a podium there. It looked, it looked like a podium with a, a flag on the front. And I didn't really pay attention to it because I was focused on the, the shield that they have, the VFW shield they have there that's made, handmade out of wood and, and, and steel or, or some metal. It's really beautiful uh, on, on the front door. When I, first, when I first saw it, I didn't really inspect it that closely. But the second time I went back, I, like, felt it. And it was wood and... Uh, and uh, and steel, or, or as I said, some metal that someone crafted for. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful emblem or shield on the front of the the south facing side of the uh, VFW. So I, one morning I think, so I walked by there once. I took a picture, a couple pictures, um, and then you know it's it's getting a little bit warmer, and I've been thinking. I told my mom. I said, "You know, I, I'm all I have are boots, like like heavy boots, and I need, I need, um, I'm gonna need shorts because I don't have any. I need a, I don't have a single pair of shorts. And I'm not complaining. I'm just explaining. Uh, and then I had, I needed, I needed like kind of sneakers, like normal shoes to wear when it's you know warm out and you're not having to worry about." slipping and tripping and <laughs> twisting your ankle um 
But, you know, I mentioned these things, and, you know, it wasn't a pressing issue. But I learned this path back, you know, to get from basically Division and Boone up through to uh, Monroe and, Mag- and Montgomery. And I'm walking one day, and this is after I've, I've sent them the, I send emails to them just, and I don't have to tell them to buy me anything. I'm saying, here's some, you know, here's my gift registry. It's kind of like a joke, you know. They don't owe me anything. They're my family. They, 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 all, all that matters is I'm telling them what I want and or, or what I'd like, not what I need, but what what I want and what I'd like. And I, there's, there weren't shoes on there. The American flag was on there. So I'm walking. I'm walking through the area. I'm not to the VFW yet, so I'm heading north through this, through these you know, streets, and there's a pair of tennis shoes on the ground. I couldn't believe it. They look brand new, brand new, and they're kind of trendy. You know, like all these people on TV are wearing like suits and, and tennis shoes. These, this is what the tennis shoes look like. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. And so, I'm like, that's a sign. Pick them up, put them in your bag, take a picture of them. But take them with you because someone left them there for you. Whoever it may be, bless them. But um, it touched, it, I, was like, I couldn't believe it. And, and I could, as I said before, I can tell which shoes fit me. And I, could, I knew immediately these shoes would fit me. Uh, this is, these aren't all the shoe stories, though. <laughs> these are beautiful shoe stories, but they're not the ones that are a little more <laughs> comical. Um, these are ones where you find what you need. And, and and you you be you're thankful for for the whatever happened to get them there for you to happen upon them. The um, so I'm walking along, walking along, and I get to the VFW, and so the podium in the VFW I thought it was a podium, and it has this time its fronts open, and. I'm like, what? I thought that was just some podium they had there, you know, with a flag on the front. And what it turns out is, it was for. It was the, it was a place where people could return flags that needed to be retired, American flags. <laughs> and so, I'm like, damn, I didn't realize that. And that's when I went up to the, to the um, emblem and touched the emblem and realized it was like made of genuine wood and. And, and, and metal and was, was really impressed. And so I said, you know what? I asked for a flag. I'm going to look in this. And the, the flap was open in the front. And it said, you know, flag retirement, you know. It's, it was like a mailbox for returning flags. And so I, uh, I look in. And I'm expecting to see you know, torn and tattered flags. What's on top? A flag that's perfectly folded, perfectly folded, and embroidered stars. You know, red. You know, when they fill, when someone folds the flag properly, it's um. You all you see is the the, bl- the blue field, and and the stars, and I could tell the stars were embroidered. I said, you know what? Take that flag. Take that damn flag, please. Take it. So I took it. I took a picture of it. Um, yeah, I was extremely thankful. And the only thing that was wrong was, f- there's nothing wrong with the f- that flag. 
there's just a couple of tatters and a couple of the, um, the stars and the, the stripes at the bottom. And uh, I, I hung it in my room. I was, but I just I couldn't believe it. And in one trip, I got a pair of shoes and I got the flag I'd, I'd been uh, intimating I, I wanted and needed, you know, because I wanted to hang it in my room. Um, anyway, so that's, uh, that's one story. It was, I was, I'm extremely thankful, however it happened. Uh, I hope the VFW is not upset that I took a retired flag and brought it home with me to hang up in my room. I'm sure they're not. Um, yeah, so I, t today I, I gave blood, I gave blood plasma again I went early I got back to my uh, my apartment um, relaxed there for a little while uh, you know I didn't have room in the audio this audio podcast room until um, till one I and as I was I was entering the library there were women that looked like they had they were foreign. They had young children. Um, it doesn't matter where they were from. But you know, I, I mean, it just caught my attention. I went on the computer for a little bit, and then left. You know, we're just sitting outside having a cigarette. I came back in, and I I saw this. This you know, it was quite a number of people that were there, and, and it was like an event. And they had uh, a sign as you entered the area. It was basically the area towards the north side of the hotel, or to the north side of the hotel, the north side of the uh, library. And it said, "Stand for the vulnerable." And um, I, you know, there were there, there were women that were wearing like beautiful flower wreaths around their head as they left the, the library with their children and so I went over they said what's this about they said it's for refugee uh, female you know, women that that are here in Spokane and I, I just I, I, it was I didn't know what to do I, I just walked away I walked away because I, I felt it was a beautiful, a beautiful sight. Um, and when I, I said, you know, and I took a picture of, of the sign they had uh, that says "World Relief Stand for the Vulnerable," but I didn't, I didn't ask anything about what to do, you know, how to help. I, you know, like, how do you want to help? And I'm like, I want to give this information to people so they can help and and I'm helping by by understanding you know that it's meaningful and understanding that um, the fact that I saw it and it was happening there as I was in the light library that that it meant something so I went back and I asked the woman um, hey, how do you help and she she gave me information, so I I, I posted that, um, but um, 
I met a lot of refugees over over time. Um, but anyway, that was it was a serendipity. It was serendipitous for me because it was something you know other than me, and it was a, I just needed all I needed to know was how to how to direct people to contribute or help. All right, so those are <laughs> that's too emotional. Um, let me think. I'm looking at ah, here's a good here's a good thing. I should have I should have started with this. So I I had um, I'd re already written two books. You know, they were, they weren't, they were, there's quotes and anecdotes and happiness apply now. Um, the, they're both under the pen name, uh, Tomothy, not Timothy, Tomothy, T-O-M-I-T-H-Y, Jameson with an I, not an E, and they're on Amazon. Um, but at the top of this third manuscript... This very, very lengthy. I just printed out the first 10 pages because I was thinking, you know what? Uh, this will give me enough things to you know, talk about. Um, I, there's one that's on the front that I didn't want to talk about. The, 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 kind of the first story that's randomly in the manuscript because I just I wrote them, you know, randomly. Um, <laughs> that's a funny story. All right, I'll tell this. The, so the first thing on the manuscript says, Incubate, form, and harvest honest thoughts, and then make decisions. That's the first thing in the manuscript. Now, why did I write that? I don't know, but that's what's on the top. <laughs> Incubate, form, and harvest honest thoughts, and then make decisions. All right. So, <laughs> all right. I'll tell one more funny story, and then I got to. I, I, I'm. I. There's a there's an amount of time you can talk. And, and be passionate and be energetic and <laughs> not sound stale. <laughs> but uh, basically, so this story is in Klamath Falls. And one of the first businesses I went to there was a Burger King. It's at, uh, it, it's, it's like Wellesley. There's, there's this name like Wellesley, but it's a different name. Uh, and it's at South 6th Street in Wellesley. But anyway, so I'm going there one day, and I'm hungry. At the time, I don't think I had food stamps, anything. And so I'm, I'm going to put a sign up and 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 hold it near the drive-through entrance, and ask for food. And these police, the, the, this the uh, Klamath Falls police show up, and like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm I'm about to beg for food, <laughs> and so I. Uh, He's like, uh, okay, come here. So these two police officers talk to me. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm respectful uh, as always to them, and um, they're like, don't, don't, don't beg for food here. He's like, here's five bucks. You can go, <laughs> go buy food. And he's, I looked at him. I said, hey. He's like, buy food with this money. I said, is there any chance I can go? And buy 
buy some food and then spend the rest on one beer. He goes, he looked at me, he's, he was pissed. He goes, you're not buying beer with my money. And I said, peace. So I went in. I went into the, I walked straight into the, uh, to the Burger King. And I order, I ordered my food. It was some special. Like, I don't know, it was chicken tenders or some special was on. Guess what, how much it came to? 501 Five dollars and one cent. I go, buddy. I was thinking about the, the police officer's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> He's not spending a single cent <laughs> on, on of the money I gave him on food or on beer. <laughs> it was hilarious. I didn't even talk. I never s- talked to him again about it. But it was it was just you know it was very telling. You know it was it was poignant. It, it made sense. <laughs> it made sense. One cent. <laughs> That's all I got. I, I think I had to give him a penny to, so I could buy the food. <laughs> but I certainly wasn't buying beer with the police officer's money. <laughs> anyway, this is this is going to be interesting to listen to this again. I don't care how I sound. <laughs> I hope you smiled. Uh, I hope... I hope uh, I brighten your day. And... Uh, We'll talk more.